Hello and welcome to The Queer Experience. I am your host, Eric Crumrine. I use he, they pronouns, and we are back for part two of Extreme Meat Punks Forever, uh, being gay, punching Nazis, and looking awesome in our meat mech suits while we do it. Um, I'm going to have my players reintroduce themselves, so they're going to tell you their name, their pronouns, their character name, and their character pronouns. Um, and I'm going to start with Dakota, and we're going to go down the line. So, Dakota. Hello, I'm Dakota, or Vision, and I use they, she pronouns. I am playing Emery, who uses they, them pronouns. Hey, y'all, I'm DJ. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Gideon Holdpepper, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hi, I am Matt. Uh, I use he, him, he... He, him pronouns, excuse me. And uh, I am playing Taryn, who is also he, him pronouns. Hello, I am Josh. I'm play, or I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Tanning Chatham, who also uses he, him pronouns. <laughs> and hi, I'm Juicy. Uh, I uh, use uh, she, her pronouns in a wig, he, they pronouns out of a wig, and I'm playing Relina Warcraft, she, her. Amazing. And for folks who either weren't listening last time, you jump in on part two. Good for you for jumping in without knowing anything. Um, but we'll recap real quick. I know a week can feel like a long time. Um, so this group were running through Tornado Valley like you do. They got swept up in a storm, ended up at a bar, beat up some fascists. The bar was going to fall. The fart bar, as we will re- affectionately remember, the fart bar. Um it was a gas. tore itself apart. <laughs> it, it, I was going to say something really awful, but we're playing a meat bun game, so I'll say it. Uh, the meat bar prolapsed, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> but it did. Oh. And, a, and a gentle bear named Alexander escorted them to the town of Bunkerville, where they got there just in time for a dead body to be found in the middle of town square, um, which they have learned is the town cook. Um, they did not learn this, but I will tell them this, and then we will start up. The town cook's name was Rise, or Reese, R-Y-H-S, Reese. Did uh, he have a spoon in his hand? Um, yes, he was wearing a little chef's hat. It was a little beat up. Um, so an apron. Reese. Reese with a spoon. I hate you. How do you so change much. your love mechanic again? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to take all of their love away from tanning. <laughs> it's just so mean. It was so funny. That's okay. I think tanning can just love himself enough for himself. Trust me. I think tanning does himself love himself enough lot. for everybody. I mean, I a little too frequently and never at the right opportunity. <laughs> all right, so, right opportunity. So, keeping us focused on our adventure at hand. <laughs> um, so you all are in the town square with basically most of the town has kind of gathered around and there is a dead body, the town cook. Uh, what would you all like to do? And I'm going to, yeah, I'll let you all kind of, who would like to jump in and what would you do? Um, I would like to somehow look for clues. Okay. I believe that is uh, the observe some shit. Okay. Uh, Oh wait, uh figure it out. You'd like Yes, figure it out. Yeah, yep. 
try to form a plan by observing the situation. Roll plus attention to ask questions. Yes. Okay. So my attention is a whopping zero. So now I have... Ooh, that's an eight, a five, and a three. Okay. Uh, So you can ask one question. Yes. Um, I would like to ask, uh, is there any evidence of who killed this person? Um, I guess what kind like, what kind of evidence would you be looking for? Like, are you looking at the body to see like how, how he was found or. Yeah. Maybe like say the person was wearing jewelry on their hands and like a ring broke off in the skin if it were like a choking or mm, uh, mm. depending on the mode of murder, right? Some kind of physical evidence on the body that would point to the killer. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, let me double check something. We're going to Nancy um, through this shit. <laughs> okay, so... You go up to the body and you flip the body over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body doesn't, the cook does not have a face. I don't I love that. Face off. I mean, he wasn't that ugly. But where, there, but where there was a face, there is now just, I don't know how to describe it other than just like, it's just like fleshed over. Oh, we should really find. Um, Reese's pieces here so that we can determine who killed Reese. Uh, <laughs> You're making it too easy. Simply not outrageous. So, um, <laughs> th- this like missing face, is there any indication of like how it was done then? Like, was it done with some sort of grapefruit spoon, a big old <laughs> bite, like lovingly and tenderly carved out of the skull? So the weird thing, the weird thing is that it literally like, it's, it's not like the face is like gouged out. It's literally just like, like when you look at like a Ken doll and it doesn't have like genit, like it doesn't have a dick in it. It's just like (laughs) fleshed over. Uh, It's very telling you said in it and not on it. Just going to put that. I'll be surprised. Pause and think for a moment. Um, We'll fix it in post. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) That's what they always say. They're always lying. Um, Maybe. Okay, so it's just kind of like the flesh is just not there anymore. Correct. Gross? Yeah, it's just like like as if someone just like took the skin and just kind of like rolled of like a whole, like where there should be eyes, it's just like flesh. Where there should be a nose, it's just like fleshed over. Oh, um, okay. I was thinking more of like an I have such sights to show you kind of missing face. Um, yeah. So like fully skinned over, no fear. So is there proof this is actually the cook? Uh, the the garments that he's wearing okay. would would indicate that it is the cook. The chef hat. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Emery, what are you doing? Emery is just kind of sitting back and trying to observe the crowd, seeing how people are reacting. 
Okay. Are you figuring some shit out? Yeah, I think it would be a figuring some shit out, but from a, like, people perspective. Okay. Go for it. Give me a roll plus attention. Okay. The 10. All right. So you get to ask two questions, uh, but you have to ask them both up front at one after the other. You don't get like a ask a question, then get a clarifier. You get two questions. Yes. Um, so I will ask. Did the cook have any sort of enemies? Um, and what does, uh, do, do people notice anyone that isn't, that they don't recognize that isn't usually there other than our group, I guess. Um, in terms of enemies, so would you, yeah, I think you, I think in terms of like enemies, you don't like everyone's kind of talking about. For the most part, everyone generally liked Reese, um, with the notable exception of his ex-wife, who does have a her her meat mac or her mac not meat mac. It's redundant because they're all meat macs. Um, but her mech's name is and please hold for scrolling to the appropriate space in the book. Um. Oh yeah, his ex-wife's name is Paula, and her me- her mech name is Fuck You Reese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, and then otherwise, Emery, you don't. Uh, as you're kind of like watching people and kind of observing things, you don't see anybody that's not like actively talking with people around them. There's nobody that's kind of like standing off to the side or doesn't seem to be included in the in the group in some way. But you do hear a couple of people mumble like, I mean, Paula never did like him. She she did name a mech after how much she hates him. So I relay that uh, to the group. Let people know, hey, he had an ex-wife. She didn't like him very much. Interesting. So I'm gonna also roll figure it out. Um, okay. I got a seven. And my question's actually for um, Taryn. So Gideon will kind of like go to Taryn and be like, so you're in some uh, weird shit? Seen a faceless thing before like this? I mean, I as a person can say I, I, not not in not in person, uh, not like this. But I would have to defer to uh, to the GM for the potential of is this something that would? Yeah. So faceless are you probably? I'll say that you all probably like heard like you've heard rumors of them here or there. Um, they're kind of like 
by one way or another, they're just like, they're kind of forgotten people. They're adrift, unnoticed. They lose specificity, specificity in words. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, And they just don't like, they, they're kind of akin to like a, like the dragon age. um, uh, Where the, when they like calm the mages, um, I can't think of the word that what they used to describe them, but the like tranquil, I think. It was. Yeah, but like it's like a step further than that, where it's like they they literally don't have a face. They literally don't, like they kind of eat. They kind of absorb things through their skin. Hmm. So apparently I know as much as you do. <laughs> and it's not. Yeah. It's, no, it's not. How can <laughs> someone. Did they? I'm confused on like everyone loved him. Then how did he become faceless? If like thought. the rumors are, you become forgotten. I think that his ex-wife has enough hate in her that like he's not forgotten. <laughs> Who did he make mad? And you, you're not like you're not a hundred percent, but like you do feel like there's more than one way to become faceless. So what would you all like to do? Um, people are kind of starting to disperse and like there's talk of like someone would be by to like deal with the body in a little bit, but they kind of want people to like go about their their days, and, like not be huddled around a dead body because that's kind of gross. I like that plan. Dictate what I do with my free time. <laughs> do we maybe go find the ex-wife? Yeah. I'm feeling nosy. I and mean, also, with, with you. <laughs> well, I also feel like with a with a group this size, if you wanted to, like, not that I'm one to advocate for splitting the party, but if you wanted to split, and like some of you could talk to the ex-wife, if some of you wanted to talk to other people, we could like, par- like parse you out because five of you going to talk to one person. I mean, you could, but <laughs> <laughs> who else would be valuable to talk to here? People he worked with. Possibly might have seen an interaction. Uh, That's not a bad suggestion. Sure. What about Alexander, since he already trusts us? And, like, we could pump him for information? Alexander was the one who left to go look into the commotion, right? Yeah, he, he like walked with you back to from the he like brought you back from the bar and then he was the one that like heard the commotion and was like, hey, we should probably go outside and see what's going on. So he's he's a busybody from the sound of it. Potentially. We at least know he didn't murder that guy. Because <laughs> he was we? with you the whole time. Yeah. You're Do literally his alibi. <laughs> Um, all right, so who wants to go talk to Alexander and who wants to go talk to the ex-wife? We'll do it that way. The ex-wife sounds spicy. I want in on that. Alexander sounds fun. I want in on that. I mean, I'll talk to him. <laughs> I'll go with the ex-wife. Nice. Okay. Uh, Emery? Um, I think it's two and two, so I guess I'll go with the ex-wife. 
Well, I think Tan- uh, Terrence needs to pick. Yeah, I haven't haven't picked yet. So either of you could go with whichever ones you wanted. But you know, if you know what, if Emery's going and Emery seems to have been the most successful at this whole investigation thing, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Emery. And maybe help support that. Look, I'm not investigative either. I know where my strengths lie. But if I can support someone else who's doing it. So wait, and Emery, you said were you gonna go you were going to the to the ex-wife or to the Alexander? Um who's going to Alexander again? So far I think just Gideon. Okay, I'll go to Alexander. Okay. Let's go. Alright, so we got Taryn Taryn, Gideon, and Emery going to Alexander or going to Al- Alexander's house. And then we have Tanning and Relina going to mm-hmm. talk with the ex wife. Oh, I love together, our chances. Like, <laughs> with us together, I feel like a half wit. <laughs> you get you right. get any part of wit? Let's start. We'll start. We'll kind of go back and forth a little bit. We'll start with the with the ex wife. Um, so you were told that her um that she has a small farm, kind of on the edge of uh, Bunkerville. Because she is a borough a borough corn farmer, mm-hmm. um, and so she is over there. She is looks like she's kind of like working outside. Um, you can see her mech suit kind of off to the side, um, which you which you know to be named "fuck you, fuck you, Reese." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and her name was again uh, Paula. Paula, yes, thank you, Paula, like Paula Poundstone. Okay. <laughs> Right. All right, you ready, um, Tanning? Who? <laughs> so she sees you walking up and she's like <laughs> She just looks up at you as you like are walking up. She goes, "I know why you're here. Trust me, if I did it, I would have told everyone." <laughs> Suddenly, Relena thinks she's in a film noir. <laughs> nice story, sister, but you got some explaining to do. Tell me. Where were you three hours ago? And where you been? Uh, she's like, she's like, there's, there's been a storm. I was literally hunkered down in my house. Yeah, so theoretically was Reese, but now he's dead in the town square, sister. You got some explaining. Give me more data than that. She's like, I don't even know how I I don't even know how I would have stolen someone's face. Like if I was going to kill him, I would have done it bigger, messier, it would have counted. All right then, sister, then tell me. Do you know what he was into? Was he getting into something down on the on the quiet on the black market? You tell me. I'm trying to solve the um, mystery here, lady. I feel like there's got to be a move here where we can do something. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Oh, you could confront someone about a difficult subject. Yes. So you could have it out. Um. What would I roll with? Or you that? could get up in there. You could get up in their business. Does one of them let me roll guts? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um. The only thing that would give you guts is if you fucked around and found out. 
Yeah, no, I don't want to punch the woman yet. Uh, all right, uh, let me try to have a difficult conversation with her. Okay. Uh, so roll your, roll your awkward. Mm-hmm. It's a eight. Okay, so you get a uh, hold two, and so you can um get this. I don't know if this is actually going to make sense, but we'll roll with it anyways. It's fine. Your options are you get advantage on your next roll against them. They get your, you can also, they get sad, emotional, angry, whatever, and go away. Or they really consider your words and they're more likely to change their behavior. So you can spend your two hold. The first two were each one hold. And then that last yeah. one about considering your words was two. I will, I'll do the last one, right? Considering my words, changing her behavior and opening up. Okay. So she like, she like sits down. She's like, listen, he was a son of a bitch. And every day my morning prayer included that. I hope that he got struck by lightning. So I didn't have to see his ugly fucking face anymore, but I promise and assure you. I, I didn't kill him. I don't even know how I would have done that. I, and again, if I did it, everyone would have known that I did it. Because I would have been standing over his corpse, screaming, I killed you, you son of a bitch. That may be um, the case. Before, no, no, er, sorry. when uh, the ex-wife finishes speaking, uh, Tanning just kind of looks um, over a uh, very blank expression at uh, uh, Relena. Paula, Paula, or oh, Relena. Relena, who I assume sitting next to. Um, and just says, who are we talking about again? Reese Tanning, the dead guy. Oh, face off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Here, have a cookie. She'll yes. A cookie. <laughs> do you want me to, do, do you want me to take my shirt off? Uh, no, not now. Later. Okay. Okay. Good job. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to cut back. I'm going to cut back over to the other three who are going to talk to Alexander. Um, so you find him, but he's back in his house with husband Miguel. Um, I didn't say this before, but Miguel uses he and they pronouns. And he sees you walk in and he's like, oh, hello. Welcome back. He's just like very pleased to see you. He's just like very charming demeanor. He's like, today's been kind of a rough day. First the tour, like first the fash, which you all did beat up really well. I was very excited. I was very proud of you all. And then the tornado. And now Reese. Makes me sad. Something about this guy. (laughs) And like you hear like Miguel from the kitchen. He's like, are they staying for dinner? I need to know if I'm making more food. Uh, are, Are we staying for dinner? Gideon will, will look, yes, always. And then look back to Alexander. So, has this happened before? He's like, what do you, what do you mean, has this happened before? You know, and he'll, like, gesture, like, to the face. Mm, that. Yeah, it's. Um, 
I don't, that hasn't happened to my knowledge. It's weird though, right? Like people should have faces. I don't know why he didn't have a face. And he had one the last time you saw him? Yeah. I saw him just, was it? You see him like trying to like count and do math. And he's like, it was just like the other day I saw him. He still had a face then. And then he showed up today without one. It's really. You just never know when you just might show up somewhere without a face, you know, it just like really gets to you. Other than us, have there been any other people who are new around lately? He's like, no, no, y'all are the only new people in town in the past couple couple days or so. He kind of looks like, why should we be suspicious of new people? Should I be suspicious of you? You are new people. No, you welcomed us here. We, we showed up with you. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did. Did I bring bad people into our town? No one showed up faceless until you all showed up, though. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> so, so this Reese, he didn't have anyone aside from his ex-wife who might have had a altercation with or maybe a competitive maybe there was a, a another cook in town he's like no only the ex-wife paula she's big mad about him i mean she named she named her entire mecca <laughs> it's so funny she named it fuck you reese because you know they're exes and she thought that that was funny and it gives me a little chuckle sometimes, but not anymore now. It's sad. Do you think she did it? I bet she did it. And you hear Miguel from the back be like, I never liked her. <laughs> Is she usually? Um, I'm, I'm trying to look at actions while I'm talking. <laughs> uh, and Alexander's like, he's like, you know, he's like, you could check in with, you know, like we've, there's, there's a couple other places around town. He's like, there's the town hall, which has, kind of the the bigger um like our bigger mess hall the church is on the second floor um there's a bunker up or not up on down because everything goes down uh church down in the second floor the bunkers in the third floor um you've got a communications office in the store which is run by randall um the company office which is what reports back to the mf um, and that's where the supervisor resides. And those are the points of interest in this town, says the NPC, giving you some context. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what would you all like to do? Do you have more questions for Alexander? Do you want to bounce somewhere else? I think I'm good. Emery, Karen? 
I'm more than happy to go to the store. I'm sure plenty of people go through there, maybe. Emery, do you... I think perhaps we will uh, take our leave shortly to uh, go chat with some folks around town. Um, I think, yeah, the store seems like a a good place to start and uh, a place we may be able to find some folks. So, thanks, Alexander. We'll be back for dinner. He's like, oh, good. He's like, I do like making new friends. You all are very nice. And he's like drinking another of like the ass kicker drinks. He's just like chugging it back. The whole like thing makes no sense. And like the way he's drinking is very like, I'm chugging a beer. But then he like waves. It's like, um, what's his face from Frozen? The like husband who's like in the back. We're like, hello. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when you get outside, you notice that the body is already gone. And once we're out of earshot, I just want to turn to my. My my friends and say, did anyone else get a very weird vibe from him? Well, we don't really know him, but it seemed very Stepford. Okay, just making he sure it wasn't just me. rather unbothered for the most part. He said. You know, it's hard to think about that happening, but otherwise didn't really seem to care that much. Well, he also seemed quick to throw some suspicion on us who were with him the entire time, as well as his ex-wife. Just food for thought. I am hungry. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to cut back over to Relina and Tanning. Uh so what are what are y'all up to with Paula? So Relina at this point by now is wearing a full trench coat, a fedora and is smoking a cigarette. So, was your ex-husband into anything that he wouldn't want to got out? Did he have any secrets? If you share the secrets, we might be able to bring him justice and get the fuzz off you. She's like, no, like, we're just trying to fucking live out here. He was, I mean, listen, okay. I harbor some very strong feelings towards him. Yes. But like, uh, he wasn't a bad guy, I guess. Just, I don't know who would have wanted to kill him other than me. If we're being very honest right now. But anyways, it's starting to hit dusk, and this is the point in time where I have to go to work with most of the rest of the town. So if you'll excuse me, we have to go work in the fields when the sun's not beating down on us, causing us to pass out from heat exhaustion. Okay. And like, as she's talking, as she's saying, you notice, like, the town itself is like, you see people like, it, they look they're, they're getting ready to go to work um, in, like, the evening hours. Okay, lady, but watch it. Don't leave town. She's like, where the fuck would I go? 
And Relina just kind of shrugs. <laughs> what do you think? Right. What do you think, Tanning? Tanning really wants to take his shirt off and is really upset that nobody's asked him to yet. <sighs> Go ahead, Tanning. While the sun's still out. So at that point, Tanning not only takes his shirt off, but he then uh, changes into the form we don't talk about. Um, cause Tanning's able to change into the form we don't talk about at which point he loses his mind for a little while. And GM, I need you to tell me what Tanning does. God, is he still hot? <laughs> yeah, but now he's like Jekyll and Hyde. So now he's like muscly, veiny werewolf man, but no hair. And he's just like, like <sighs> Dragon Ball Z abridged Zarbok transforms. I don't know if anybody's seen it. I don't know if anybody knows, but I, I trust. So you're just like you're just kind of doing bad things. Is that what I'm gathering? It all it says in the like move guide is that when when I use the I'm a creep, um, I I lose. It says that I lose control for a moment, and GM describes what happens. Okay, um, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> you let loose and you run up to Paula's house that she was in and you just punch a window out. Yes. Because you're so frustrated that nobody has given you a clear answer and that you're mad because you wanted her to be the killer because then you could have just killed her and be done. But she doesn't seem to be. So now you're mad because it requires your brain to brain. Yes, that. So I punched a hole in her window and I'm screaming, why aren't you the murderer? Why aren't you the murderer? Good God. Why aren't you the murderer? (laughs) Stop. Um, All right. So in all that time, so people are kind of dispersing. um, And despite me a minute ago saying that Alexander was wanting to know if you were coming back later for things, uh, we will retcon briefly that Alexander is leaving with everyone else to like go out and work in the fields. And so you see him kind of walking out. Um, him and Miguel are both headed out to work and do their their jobs for the evening. Um, so, yes. So you all... Uh, I wanted to do... I was like, give me a perception roll, but that's not okay. a thing in this game. <laughs> so you hear in the distance, after everyone's kind of like dispersed... You hear a woman screaming in the distance, um, kind of on another on the other side of the town square-ish area from where you all, wherever you all are. Are all of us together now? Uh, yeah, we'll say you met up near Alexander's house because that was like your point of location that everyone knew. Okay. Is Relena still in the full noir? Oh yeah. <laughs> The dame didn't do it. I have a sense about these things, you see. You, you'll see Gideon just Relena again. <laughs> but it's fun. There are many more fun things I can think of than that. Well, you're wrong. Honey, I'm never wrong. <laughs> Anyways, a person is screaming. Oh, right. 
I'm I'm more than happy to start running toward it and hope that my friends will want to protect their tiny little definitely not tough buddy who's running off toward this screams. By the way, I feel like this is a good time for me to tell you, uh, Eric GM, uh, that I'm lucky. And if there's a possibility something bad might happen to me, there's now even less of a possibility it will. Because that's one of my abilities. Just in case. Just that running headlong okay. into danger. Okay. So you make it over to um, like the town square area and you see a woman's a woman being dragged into the the communications office slash company store by by who? by two faceless people absolutely not nope i hope my friends have formed up behind me oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah um, oh yeah tanning yeah. definitely followed uh emery where are you where are you at in all this mix yeah, Emery's just at the back of the group, sort of hanging back, keeping an eye out. Okay, so you you all see like the door on the front, like the front of the communications building, like closes as this woman is like scraping her hands across the ground, screaming, "Oh God, oh God, someone please help me, please help me, oh God, oh God." Ooh. Um, Tanning, can I do? Uh. I, I want to say try and save her. Um, can I fuck okay. around and find out? Would that be the role that I you would want? Because I'm gonna go after the two faceless people. Um, I can see if that's the best one because you have to like get oh like there, there, there's a little bit of distance there. Are you just gonna like haul ass and try and like punch out yeah. the door? And, like... Oh yeah, we're gonna like try and spear one of them. All right. Uh, yeah, go for it. All right, that is plus guts. That didn't go well. Um, that's a six. <laughs> so you failed. So you went running up, and you were going to punch something as the door closed on your face. You punched the door. Yes. And it Ow. made you... Well, you get to market experience, although I don't think we'll get to actually like using experience, but... Um, and then you get to mark a condition because you fucked up so bad. No, I don't. Um, where are the status? Statuses, page 16. Okay. Um, boop, boop. I'm going to say you are an emotional stat. You're furious. I would, but um, I have to describe how I'd look super tough to ignore it. Oh no, that's just in mech. Never mind. I'm furious. <laughs> Whoops. Actually, I, I'm going to scratch that. This one sounds better. You're pissy. Yeah, that sounds more you're, like. You're afflicted with a low level generalized bad mood. Whenever someone asks you to do something, roll plus love. On a hit, you do it, but you're shitty about it. <laughs> that is. <laughs> On a Are seven and nine, you partner? do it, but you're going to pick a fight with them about it either before, during, or after. Pissy. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are other people doing? This this communications building is this is this the radio towers connected to it, or is it like separate enough? If we did something to it, we're not going to take out the radio tower. Um, I mean, it's part of the building, so like it extend it like it retracts and 
detracts. It it comes in, it goes it goes in and out. In and out. When it well, like a time. turtle head? <laughs> in and out. Nope, no, nope, that oh god. Like a like a little meerkat just like popping its head out and then looking Jesus. around and then back down. Good God. Okay. Making plans. If anyone else has one, feel free. I'm filming for Okay. Um, <clears throat> the faceless are always bad, right? I mean, they're not good, and dragging a woman through the streets is probably not great. Well, I mean, if she were a Nazi, I... Right, I she's not a Nazi. Up. She's not a fash. Right, then there we go. That's what I need to know. Then um, I would like to get in their business and... Uh, Find some way to force them to let her go so she can run away. Okay. Maybe so, I'm gonna like run up there and start uh yelling at them to intimidate them. I would say maybe like this could be a get shit done. Okay. Because it's when you do something dangerous or dicey, if you roll a hit, um Oh no, it's plus chill. <laughs> right yeah, then. it's plus chill. I mean, she you could has... also just you could also just like punch the faceless ones. No, no, I like failure. I'm I, I'm welcoming the chaos. Let's see here. <laughs> oh, the, the, I I rolled an eleven. I got two sixes and a minus one. So there we go. Uh, if only I didn't have that minus one, I would have had a twelve. <laughs> um. All right. So. So what what were you you were trying to get them to like let her go? Yeah, so she can run away. So I'm gonna say like you just like your entire presence, like you come roaring up on them. And like, cause they don't really like you're not gonna like reason with a faceless person because yeah. they're faceless. Um and so they like you run up on them, your presence is overwhelming, they get flustered and like let her go, and then like they start running further into the store. All right. That's all I can do, right? Uh, yeah, we'll do like one turn at a time. So, um, uh, uh, let's see. Wait, Emery or Gideon? Wait, didn't they just run away? They did. I mean, they like, they ran, well, they ran further into the building that they were dragging her into. Oh, I thought you said storm. Snow, the store. Store. That makes more sense. Yeah, the communications office slash company store. So they ran, they were dragging her into that building and then they ran further inside. Gideon will, I was going to follow, grinning and be like, well, once more into the deep. Um, Emery follows Gideon. All right, so you, like, you can hear their footsteps, like, going down into the lower levels. I'll look back. Is everyone else following, or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just, like, as I'm running, like, points down, like, they're going in. <laughs> We've got a deep, dark hole to search, and I'm sure we'll poke something out. I hate it here. Bear your way through it. I would love Um, nothing more than to find its bottom. 
I'm sure we'll finger something out of here. Anyway, you make your way down. Uh, so you get you get into the building. So the first floor is the communications office and the store. So you can see like, I mean, super basic rudimentary supplies. Like this is not like a bustling place. Um, you see like a little like radio set up. Um, and you see some stairs in the back that they would have gone down. Um, and if you follow them down, you would notice you are in the home of the person who works in this building. Um, so he like lives where he works, which is always super fun. Mm. so very healthy yeah it's a good it's a good work-life balance for him it's giving um, me work just, from home vibes yeah is yeah that work is life yeah yeah mm, capitalism i thought shrek was life <laughs> no shrek is love shrek is life <laughs> see what you um so i so if you go down to and there's one more as you like are running down, you get down to the third floor, which is the bedroom and bathroom. And at this point, you don't see the faceless people. You've lost them somewhere. Mm-mm. Check no. for traps and secret doors. Yeah, let's that would be now. a figure it out roll. Uh, figure it out of ten. I'm looking Ask for me traps. A question. Ask Do me a question. Can uh, Tanning see any traps or secret doors? So Tanning, in all of his himbo glory... Keep in mind, he's a minus one to attention, so I rolled really well. With all of his himbo glory, looks over in the bathroom is like, this tile seems loose. It's because he tripped over it. And you realize that there is a, a false door that leads to another stairwell going down. Wow, you know a lot about that bathroom floor. I've spent a lot of time on it. Wait, was that out loud? (laughs) There is someone in danger. (laughs) In the uh, in the episode that at this point will have already dropped, so this will be a moment for people to go listen to it. But there is a bit in that for the first part. Yes, the first episode um, of Dethrone the Divine, where a twink describes himself. It says like something's on the floor for five seconds. It's public property, right? Whenever I'm on the floor for more than five seconds, I become public property. Oh, no. You know what, oh, my God. So, so, so Tanning's just a fixture at this point. Is what I'm First yeah. of all, mm-hmm. Tanning is not a twink. He is well, no. Too tall for that. Second of all, I don't have a second of all. Um, anyway, you found a door and it leads downstairs. I'm assuming you're all going to go down the stairs. Yeah. I, I think I once heard uh, into the deep once more or something as one of you ran in here. Rolling in the deep? What? <laughs> Any hole nah, I think going? I said into the deep. Um, and I think that we all like to go down. So. Um, so as you all make your way down to the base, it's like down to this lower level. You arrive just as this. You come onto the scene and you see these couple faceless people that you were um, kind of tracking down are down here. They the a supervisor is present down here. And the man that someone pointed out to you to be Randall, who is the communications person in this space 
is currently standing in the middle of the room, also face faceless and wearing uh, a collar around his neck. And you notice that the other faceless people also have this collar around their neck. So you see this. There was this very large cage that seems to have been busted open. And out of it is a gigantic humanoid shape, roughly 12 feet tall. It's old. uh, It's like an old lace white color, except for its face, which is a black hole that never stops moaning balefully. Who's balefully? Go on. Exactly. Um, and you would at least the this is another way in which people can become faceless, as you would recognize this to be a what people would call a ghost. Um, and you see the supervisor kind of looks at all of you looks back at everyone else and says, deal with them and runs out a back, like a back entrance, closing it behind them as this like a monstrosity kind of moves in between you all and the door that the supervisor just ran out of. Um. So you currently have three faceless people and a massive ghost in front of you. Uh, and the faceless people all turn and they are all staring directly at you. Please describe your next actions. I'm going to use um, a creep um, and transform again and um, lose all control for at least one action, but also all the benefits of being transformed. Okay. I will subtly remind all of you that you do have mech meat suits that you can put on. I was going to ask, is this place big enough? Yeah, that yeah. was why it's, I it's, didn't. It's, okay. it's, it's got a it's got a twelve foot high. It's at least twelve feet high because it can fit the the ghost. Well, I know my next action. <laughs> so. um, all right, move down the line. Uh, Emery, what are you doing? I'm getting in my mark. Okay, you putting on your mech? Yes. Amazing. Well, I guess is is everyone going to put on their mechs? Yes, is that I'm a thing? The fucking robot. Okay, every everyone yeah. all at once. Everyone, roll your. Your hookup roll. Right now? But I haven't seen him in ages. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um so if I if I overtend again, do I get to just kill one again? Uh yes. The one on the left. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So that puts you at a one. Okay. Uh, Emery, what'd you get? Ten. Tens across the board. I love it. Um, okay. Which I think also kills a person. Uh, <laughs> um, Gideon. Ten. All right. The faceless are all dead. I love that. <laughs> uh, Taryn. Nine. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Um, you caused massive collateral damage. Why is that? Why is that okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm asking the question. I mean, I could justify why it's okay because there's a giant fucking twelve foot thing that's taking people's faces, and I'm a little, I might be chill, but I'm definitely, uh... yeah, 
Got a lot going on. Uh, Relina. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a five. Take advantage, because we are in love. A seven. <laughs> you also caused collateral damage. Good job, everybody. Huzzah. Well, I mean, uh, and tanning. Bad guy's space, right? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Tanning. That's me. My name's Tanning. Um, Good job. He answered in character. I love it. <laughs> Doing great. Um, yeah, Tanning's also. I mean, I when he jumped in, he he killed one. So I want to use Smash now on the ghost thing. And <laughs> that is a eight. That, that's an eleven. Uh, so hold three. Um, okay. Uh, so what would you like to do? So I can pick three things here? Yes. Um, uh, I will tell you that this thing is not weaker than a mech, so you cannot kill it. Okay. Oh, actually, you're in your mech now, so you... Oh, yeah, no, it is smashed. Never mind, you're good. Yeah. Um. So I want to not get hit as one of them. Um. I want to set up one of my gang members. Uh, so let's say, um, let's set up Relina Cause I believe they're right behind me, right in this order. And sure. so Relina, you have advantage. And then, um, also I'm going to hit it, the ghost. But when I do, I look at it and say, I'm going to shove my bone in your big face hole and then hit it. That feels right. That feels right. I'm, I'm very sorry to do this. Can I retcon one tiny little thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to use my sinew power as I um, get into my mech as well. So when okay. I reveal my sexy thirst crap spine to the yawning, pulsing prod spike that marries you to meat, which is just horrifying, um, <laughs> I get to make say my mech name, Mr. Moo. And make a roll and sinew. Um, I got a eight, which means you and I get to name someone. They don't need to be present in the brawl. We flip a coin to see who this impacts, but basically they are being summoned by my body to come help me. I want uh, Alexander. Hmm. Okay. Um. So Alexander just shows up, or you have to name someone as well because I didn't get, I didn't succeed. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna say Paula. Flip a coin, and yes, um, whoever it is, they'll make their way towards you as soon as they can. Maybe they'll even show up immediately with no clear explanation as to why. All right, I'm gonna flip a little coin. Uh, I'm gonna do heads heads for Alexander. And tails for Paula. Uh, and it is heads. So Alexander feels in his spirit that danger is afoot. Um, and we will leave it there for now. Um, all right. So this thing grabs its former cage and flings it at all of you. 
So everyone give me some sort of a move because a giant, probably 16 foot by 16 foot cage. Yes, Matt. Would we consider this a part of the battlefield? Yes. If any, if, if folks don't mind, may I make a move? I mean, I Proceed. think the rest of us pretty much just take a hit, so... No, um... No, we're, 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 we're gonna work on that. We're gonna work on that. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got a plan. I... Okay. Alright, Chris Pine, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, again, as, as per what we kind of just saw with... with, with uh, I want to call you by your mech name, and I can't remember it now. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Mr. Moose. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to snap and say, love's curse. And uh, I am going to point at the other hand at Jean Grey style at the uh, at the cage as it's coming. And I am going to attempt to transform it into something else. Ooh, Ooh. OK. Uh, I am also going to. Since I'm using my sinew move and I have uh, love woofers. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to roll my love stat because uh, my plus three is here. So instead of my plus two for that, it's going to be a plus three. Love it. Which is fantastic because I rolled a seven, which makes it a 10. So I am going to transform that cage into. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I'm I'm weird and I like all this stuff. So I'm, I'm going to uh, turn it into a bunch of black raven feathers that are just going to John Woo style uh, and hopefully stop my friends from being hit by a giant cage. Alright, I like it. I like it. Um, Alright. Relina, what are you doing? Alright, so um, just to clarify on the rules. So when I rolled just a 5 no, it turned into a 7 which is still okay, never mind. Back up. So um, I would like to uh, run forward and punch the big creature. Okay. You're going to give me a a smash roll? Yes, please. Okay. Oh, I had advantage from before, right? Because did it, was it Tanning who gave me advantage or? Yes. Yes. So roll, so roll third die. Yep. So uh, that's seven plus, sorry, scrolling. (laughs) Yeah, that's just seven. Okay, so you get you get two of those things. Yes. And what are my options? Remind me, because I don't. So you can set up you can set up an opportunity to give someone advantage. You can land a hit on an enemy about your size, which is the ghost. Yep. Um, don't get hit uh, or smash something inanimate the fuck up. YOLO, I am going to make a hit on the okay. ghost. And you get two things. I get two of them. Then I'm yep. not going to get hit back. Perfect. All right. Uh, let's do, um, we'll do Emery, Gideon, and then we'll loop back around uh, and figure out what people want to do from there. We'll do like a full round of fighting. So, Emery, what do you what do you would you like to do? Um, 
I will say, like, I'll put out there, uh, you do have the option to finish them where you can roll the plus brawl, which is currently a three. And try and murder this thing. Yeah, I mean, I can give it a whack. Go for it. There's no better time than right now when it's a plus three. Yeah, no. What did what did you get? A five. Like you rolled a five, or you is oh, it's I you rolled, rolled a two? Two. Oh no! Oh. You took a swing. All right. Well, you take a hit, and so you are. What was the? I remember what the, what the move was that we gave. Um, what the status was that I gave Josh earlier? Uh, pissy. Hmm? Pissy. Nope, yep. the one the one when you were in the Mac. Oh, spooked. Spooked. That was it. Oh, but I, I think I still have that from before. Um, but I do have a thing called excellent seasoning where the first <laughs> time I would take a hit, I don't take a hit. Yeah, oh. I have that too. I meant to say that earlier. Yeah. Alright, well then you just, you don't take a hit and you're good. Yeah. Alright. Um Okay. Uh, Gideon. Uh, so that makes our brawl just down to two, right? Uh, she didn't, or they didn't take a hit, so it's still at three. Ooh, awesome. I'm gonna try to finish them. Uh, eight. Uh, so, yep. You did it. You killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you do take a hit on the way as like as they're like going for you. Like you do like the mm-hmm. big describe. Tell me how do you, how are you killing this giant thing? So I'm gonna wrap my tongue all the way around it and literally squeeze it until it pops on both ends, um, and like cut it in half. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that. No, it's good. It's good. I'm going to say that as it does that, it like the explosion of this thing is so big that it flings you back against a wall. Um, and you take a blow to the head and you can feel that connection between you and your mech like briefly severs. Oh, jeez. Um, and the next time you try to, like, hook up into your thing, it will automatically fail until you get it fixed. Alrighty. Um, is there any physical damage to the mech, like, on the outside that you see? Not that you can see. You just know that, like, if you disengage from it, you'll like re re upload it or re hooking up to it is going to be a problem. Good to know. All right. You killed the giant ghost. Um, what would you, what would you all like to do now? I mean, where did the supervisor go? 
Yeah. Uh, there was an there was an exit in the back of the room that they like went out. It's normally like a secret exit, but you saw them go out it, so you know that it's there. That way, boys. She'll point. <laughs> and they. There's no gender neutral version of that. Damn. You just go with that that way, y'all. You just gotta oh, lean into the cell. Folks, you know, everyone. <laughs> Babes. <laughs> Royalty. Yeah, there we go. There are more options. I was just stupid. Listen, it's been, I feel like it's been a long, I feel like we're all like that. It's been a long day. We're just punching Nazis at this point. It's a good way. All to right, so friends. you, you make it, you go out this exit, you make it upstairs. Um, it's like a stairway that leads like all the way up to the ground level again. And when you pop out, um, you can, cause I feel like not too much time really would have passed between you all starting this fight and then getting up the top steps. So you get up there um, and like in the town square, kind of hurriedly running toward the um, the supervisor's office is the supervisor just literally like chilling in like kind of scurrying in the town square. Um, what would you like to do? Smash. Are, are we still in meat max? Yeah, you will say you're still in your max that you didn't come out of them yet. Well, that makes him easier to squish. Smash? Are we anti-smash? Do we want... Okay, I just <laughs> want to make sure. I'm fine with smashing. Yeah. Look, I've got... No passing here, only smashing. I've, got... I've gotten a taste of blood. <laughs> Alright, so Supervisor turns, looks at all of you, and, like, it's weird, and this is something, like, is unsettling for everybody, is, like, they turn as if they can see you, even though they have like a like like binding over their eyes that is blocking them from being able like you can't see their eyes, but they are very much looking at you. That's creepy. And you hear them. You hear them kind of like, gra- like kind of like raspy. Got a little bit of like a gravelly voice, as though like maybe they like smoke a pack a day kind of thing. And they're like, "You fucked up." my plans and they kind of like raise their arms a little bit and clench their fists and when they do that four faceless people come pouring out of one of the buildings um, and come running towards you all it is your move Relina would like to Um, smash so <laughs> tanning in his mech just it starts to like vibrate a little bit just while it's just standing there and these people are running at us and uh he's continuing it's just vibrating vibrating all of a sudden it retches kind of like a a cat its mouth opens really wide and it just lets out this vomit slime familiar um which um my the, the ability reads, uh, your mech can vomit up a little basketball-sized puke buddy called James Stewart. Uh, and then in parentheses it says, no relation to the actor James Stewart, who existed in Meat World but wasn't famous enough because movies haven't been invented here yet. Um, the <laughs> So Tanny's listen goes, everybody say hi, James. 
Hi, James. Hi, James. And uh, because I can choose where the Vomit Slime Familiar stays um, once per brawl, um, I choose to throw the familiar at the faceless people running at us. Um, And when I do, it explodes, um, slowing them down in a mess. So uh, just imagine basketball signs, James Stewart waving, going, hi, everybody. Kaboom. Uh, That's a good visual. There's a lot of components to this. (laughs) I know it was a lot of fun to describe. All right. So they are slowed down for the moment. Um, let's go to Relina. What are you doing? Yeah, so Relina would like to, uh, run up and smash again, especially now with the goo having got them. Alright, give me that smash roll. You betcha. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's a seven. So you get, I think, two of the things on the smash list. Yep, so I'm gonna punch one and not get punched back. Amazing. So you punch one of them, um, which gives you a brawl point. Heck yeah. uh, you punch one. It One tries to land a hit on you, and it is unsuccessful. Her uh, bubblegum monstrosity just kind of pirouettes out of the way. Nice. Uh, uh, Taryn, what are you doing? Uh, at this point, I would also like to, uh, as as the kids are saying, uh, smash. So I'm going to make an attempt. This could go one way or the other, but I've got plans. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I have like five sheets up for this, and my character sheet was clearly not one of them at the second. Okay, there we go. Okay, okay. Uh, so I got a seven. Okay, and, so you get two things. And with my bird bones, I get three things. Ooh. So I get a plus one because I'm quick. Hollow bones. So, and I will say the faceless people are weaker than a mech. So you can kill one of them if you want. You can give someone an opportunity. You can land a hit. You can not get hit. Or you can smash something that's inanimate just for funsies. Sounds fun, but I'm a little more pointed than that. Uh, so, yes, I, I would like to uh, kill one of the faceless people. Okay. Sorry, X-Town member, I assume. Uh, I would like to, by proxy, set up an opportunity for one of my gang members who can roll with advantage on their next move. Okay. And who are you setting up for success? I'm going to set up Emery for success. Awesome. And I am going to. You know what? Okay. I'm going to land a hit on an enemy about my size. And I assume that that's the. Okay, can, can I get to the, to, the, to the supervisor? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. I'm going to land a hit on them. I understand what this could mean. <laughs> nice. Uh, so you land a hit on them. Which brings you up to... Sorry, Paul. All right, so Gideon, what would you like to do? You have three faceless and a supervisor. I am also going to smash. 
I also have a seven. Okay. So you get uh, so, two, you get two from that list. So I'm going to literally make Mr. Moose just punt one of the uh, faceless just until I've hit something in the distance. So I'm going to kill it. And then I'm going to land a hit on the supervisor. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Emery. Do we get hit back on those when we don't? Take oh, them? yeah, you should get hit back. Uh, so you are. Uh, you have a status. Wait, let me find the statuses again. Well, uh, you are. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm going to say that you are exhausted. So you are so goddamn tired. If anything physical, if you're doing anything physical, you're going to need to roll get shit done. Even if it's the most basic shit that wouldn't normally need a roll. Sounds good. Um, Two more things. One, when I take that hit, uh, you all will kind of see Mr. Moose ripple. And then all of a sudden just vomit. And bubble foam appears. 30 seconds later, I have cover. Because it is hardened. Um, and then any word on Alexander? Is he on his way still? Oh, yeah. He is... You see him, like, running up in the distance. Uh, and he's, like, throwing on his, like, mech suit, which is named... Something... Gary? Gary? <laughs> <laughs> I one time named a god in a D&D campaign. I spelled his name G-A-E-R-Y-I-E. And then we're like, how do you pronounce that? And a town's person was like, Gary! (laughs) (laughs) And my entire, like all my players were like, I fucking hate you. Um, (laughs) You hear, you hear Alexander in the, in the distance go, do it for them! As like a meat suit forms up around him. Uh, and Aww. now we go to Emery. Yes, so I'm going to use one of my mech skills. Okay. And my... Basically, you'll hear an am- my amplified voice coming from my mech simply reading the digits of pi. and it just keeps going and um everyone uh around me um has to listen as if hypnotized um and the GM can decide if they snap out of it, but they can be suckered, ambushed, or attacked by others. Nice. While I'm reading Digits of Pi. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, do you have to roll for that? Apparently not. I thought I was going to have to, but apparently not. Which which move is that on your sheet? Glow teeth under nerve. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. some of them you don't have to roll for, like 
My little vomit guy I didn't have to roll for. That was also a nerve. Oh, got okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to say that the faceless ones are like enraptured right now. Like they're, I mean, they're covered in sticky goo. They're focused on the numbers of pi. Um, the supervisor doesn't seem as like, they like pause for a moment. I'll give somebody like whoever attacks next will get advantage on them because they're like faltering. Um, so yeah. Um, who would like to take a swing at the supervisor? What's our brawl at? Three. I want to kill him. Do it, Tanning. Do it. Yes. Okay. He's distracted by the power of math. Get him. <laughs> do I get to do I get to roll for advantage? Or is you it get three dice and you get to take the better of the two. Or the better of the, the better two of the three. Oh, this thing's dead. <laughs> what'd you what'd you roll? Uh well I rolled an eleven plus and with a finish them you add plus brawl, so that's fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah. So, so so you can smash it and then also smash a faceless just for fun. Obviously. So tell, tell me tell me how does this look? Give me the details. Okay. Um So um the cool thing about bacon, obviously, and I don't know if you guys know this, is bacon has these cool, like you completely useless on land, noxious gills right on the side that let him store stuff. That could fit theoretically in a car trunk, or so says the book. Um, and so, uh, Tanning walks over in Bacon um, and just kind of lumbers over to the top of of the supervisor and just kind of like reaches over and rips open the side of Bacon and pulls out a weapon whose name. <laughs> <laughs> A machete? I feel like you have a machete. He probably has a machete. Um, And takes that machete and um, with his other hand, because believe it or not, um, the mech is thousand-fingered, so it can do two things. Um, With his other hand, grabs the supervisor by the throat, lifts him up, takes the machete, and shoves it up the other end. Therefore killing the supervisor. And how do you kill one of the faceless alongside that? Well, obviously I take one of half of the now in half supervisor and just use it as like a whip and like whip it at one of the faceless that's closest thereby. So that's all that's left are a pair of legs with no body attached on the ground. Nice. So you do this. As soon as you do this, the, um, the like collars that were on the faceless that were fighting you kind of pop off and fall to the ground. And they don't like come to like, they don't get a face back, but they like when like they're like, they just kind of start ambling like away. Like they don't seem like they're trying to hurt anybody. They're just kind of like back to being almost like a normal faceless, which is just kind of this like husk of a person who's just like ambling off. And as you all finish this, Alexander comes running up, huffing and puffing. (laughs) The mech suit kind of opens just a little bit around his face. He's like, I was ready, y'all. I was ready to help. But y'all didn't need my help. You did a good thing today. And like, he he de-mech suits. Um, 
And what you discover through kind of talking with people and as like folks kind of start going down into the supervisor and Randall's lair is that um, you find in the notes of that Randall had been keeping the guy who owned the store, he was trying to basically take over the town by way of feeding the ghost these people. And then he was going to kind of rise up into power. The supervisor caught wind of it and killed Randall and was going to unleash the ghost to devour the entirety of, of Bunkerville and anything else that would have gotten in its way. Fuck both um, those guys. None of this. And had, had you not gotten there at that moment, um, like it very like that thing would have kept getting larger and larger and would have literally eaten the entire town. Hmm. So, thus concludes our session of Extreme Meat Punks Forever where we punched a couple of Nazis, we defeated a few fascists, and people vomited weird stuff on everybody. Yeah, that was oops, I'll vomit for a second there. I feel like it's kind of a win. You know, it's really not Um, an obscene game unless there's like a vomit scene in it somewhere, right? All the best movies (laughs) have vomit scenes, so. Um, All right, and on that note, let us go down the line and tell people where to find us on the internet if we would like to be found on the internet. I'm going to start with our good friend, Dakota. Yes, you can find me on most social media platforms at Vision in Lilac. Awesome. And DJ. You can find me on Twitter at uh, at DJ underscore KQ. And Matt. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Final Counselor or on Twitch slash Instagram at The Final Counselor. Or you can hear my voice on a couple of podcasts in the upcoming game, Pinewood Valley. And Ms. Juicy. Hi, I'm Juicy Garland, Boston area drag queen and super nerd. You can find me on Twitter.com at Juicy Garland, one word. And you can find me on Instagram at Juicy.Garland. And last but not least, Josh. <laughs> well, uh, you can certainly find me here on uh, the Queer XP whenever they invite me back. I don't know when they will, <laughs> but you know. Otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm hiding under a rock because uh, I don't, I don't do the social media thing. All right, and as always, my name is Eric. You can find the Queer Experience on the Queer XP on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, I'm excited for our next episode, which will be coming out after this, which is. Um, working title as of today is okay, but is it gay? We're going to do a review of pop culture for the past year and pick out all of our favorite gay things that happened in TV, movies, video games, and other forms of pop culture. Nice. Um, you will hear potentially similar voices of Dakota, who will be joining us for that episode. So get excited. I've got some big plans for that one. We have to record it still, and I'm excited to hopefully how that will turn out. Um, but as always, I'm Eric. This is the Queer XP. Thank you for listening, and we will see you all next time.